about this time last year, I was making my annual retreat. I was at the Shrine of the Most Blessed Sacrament in Alabama, a place I love to go to pray on my retreat. They have this beautiful church that has been built in a convent where poor Claire nuns live next door. And, and there in the church is this massive monstrance way up high over the altar uh, for Eucharistic adoration throughout the day, every day of the year. And one day during my retreat last year, I was there in the church praying before our Lord. And this mother and her little boy, maybe no older than five, came walking right down the center aisle of the church. And they knelt down right in front at the communion rail. And the mother put her arm around the shoulder of her little son. And she pointed up to the monstrance. And she leaned over and whispered into his ear. I don't know what exactly she was saying, but I imagine... Her pointing out to her little child, there's Jesus, right up there, telling him how much our Lord loves him and inviting him to open his heart in love and response to Jesus. And it, it was a moment that was just very touching to me as I witnessed to it, perhaps even the moment in that week that remained most vivid in my memory afterwards. And I found myself, as I, I witnessed this, beginning to think about all the different people in my own life who had been like that mother to that little boy, who had in some way or another kind of put their arm around my shoulder and pointed out Jesus to me. Beginning, of course, first with my own parents, who took us to Mass every Sunday and taught us to pray our meal prayers and our bedtime prayers as we grew up. Various teachers and principals in my life, like Sister Morris in eighth grade and Brother David in high school, who taught me about the Lord. A youth minister named Greg, who taught me the truth of Christ's real presence and the Blessed Sacrament and helped me grow closer to our Lord, especially in that way. The priests and bishops during my time in the seminary, most especially for me, Archbishop Burke, who was a very tender and faithful father to us during our years in the seminary. All of these people kept coming into my mind. And I found myself filled with such gratitude for so many people who had pointed out Christ to me. Hopefully you can say the same. Somehow you ended up here on this cold Sunday morning to be with our Lord. All of this came back to me as I reflected on this morning's gospel. And I realized what I didn't realize a year ago as I was being grateful for all of this, the truth that those people who pointed Christ out to me were really the end of this long chain reaction stretching all the way back to John the Baptist in the gospel today. There John was with two of his disciples, and as Jesus walked by, he pointed and said, Behold, the Lamb of God. And those two went to stay with our Lord that day, and one of those first disciples of Jesus, Andrew, then went to his brother Simon and said to him, we have found the Messiah. And so John pointed Christ out to Andrew, and Andrew brought Peter to Christ. And then a few years later on Pentecost Sunday, there's Peter preaching boldly to these crowds about this Jesus whom he had met and who had risen from the dead and saved us from our sins. And that crowd then handed on to their own family and friends 
this Jesus whom they had met. And they pointed Christ out to their family and friends, and they pointed their Christ out to their family and friends in this long chain reaction that eventually came down to me. And it seems to me that when we realize this, there are two important implications for us. First of all, we should be deeply grateful. Grateful for those people, not only who directly led us to faith, helped us to meet Christ, but even beyond them, grateful to each person in this centuries-long chain, leading all the way back to John the Baptist, who pointed out the Lamb of God. This, my friends, is the church that we are blessed to be part of. While we can and should have a very personal, intimate relationship with the Lord, just as intimate as those first disciples who stayed with him that day, it's never really just me and Jesus. We come to faith, we come to know Christ in this community that he established, that we call the church. And we have to be grateful for this great cloud of witnesses, this centuries-long chain that led us to Jesus, pointing him out to us. And secondly, if you and I have received such a great gift, it has to be clear to us that it's not a gift just for us to appreciate and cling to selfishly, that we too are called to continue this chain reaction, that each of us has a responsibility to point Christ out to others. How tragic it would be if any one of us became the end of that chain that led to our meeting Christ. You and I are meant to be part of this chain that will extend from John the Baptist all the way until the second coming of our Lord. We're called to invite others to meet Jesus, to point him out to others, maybe inviting others to Mass or a Eucharistic adoration or to the sacrament of confession, telling our story about this Jesus whom others have pointed out to us, whom we've come to love as the source of grace and truth in our life. So pray about two things at Mass this morning. First of all, who are the people who have pointed you to Christ, who have pointed him out for you? Give thanks to God for them here at the altar of God this morning. And secondly, who is the Holy Spirit asking you to point out Christ to? Ask the Holy Spirit, whom he wants you to reach out to as the next link in that chain. And ask him for grace, because it can be scary, and the evil one certainly wants to tempt us to think that it's not possible for us to be this next link in the chain. Ask for grace from the Holy Spirit to do that in some way, great or maybe rather small and simple, this week. Just one person that the Holy Spirit will inspire you to point Christ out to, to continue this great chain reaction, to do our part, to see that this doesn't end with us, but continues on up into the day of our Lord's second coming. St. Patrick, pray for us.